Guys, welcome to the Bear Brain Podcast, where the goal is to rise above it all, stay elevated, create that infinity, and up your you. I'm your host, Isaiah, and today, well, it's the first episode of September. I love September because it always marks the uh, season of change, right? I mean, it's still crazy hot, but, um, you know, fall season is approaching, and for me, that's very much symbolism, um in terms of change, right? A change in scenery, a change in temperature, right? A change in how we process and take care of ourselves because it gets a little colder in some areas, right? So you got to warm up. Um, and all of this just matters in terms of how we are obviously showing up for ourselves. And one of the most important things that we forget is the practice of forgiveness and apologizing and surprisingly not to other people but to ourselves so if you're driving you really want to buckle up for this (laughs) and if you're at home just take this all in okay and be very mindful of what it is that I am saying how it how it rests on you and we're going to move from there okay so stay tuned people how are you how's everything going um where's your head space where's your heart space what's that vibe like um i think i'm pretty good right i think i'm pretty good i i'm in this i think season of acceptance and also awareness very much awareness (laughs) but a lot of acceptance has been happening And it's coming from a lot of experiences that I may not have had full control over, right? But acceptance, the beautiful thing about it is like, it's the last stage of grief. I don't know if I talked about that, but it's the last stage of grief. Um, And I think when you truly accept things, right? Or accept situations or accept people or accept the outcome of a relationship, there's a peace that comes with that, right? And I think it's so important to learn to love yourself more before you resent someone further, right? Because resentment usually comes from, and as a reason I'm sharing this, resentment comes from the space of feeling that you were not vindicated, you were not heard, you were not seen, you were not treated properly, etc. And there's a resentment that builds up. There was never an apology. Um, and even if there was an apology, there wasn't change behavior. 
And now your perception of the situation is that this person is just living life, not giving a shit about you and da 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 da. And I think we do that because it's easier to label someone as bad than label them as just human with imperfections, right? If I label you as bad, it's easier for me to, um, how do I put it? Like, it's easier for me to kind of justify how I see you and vice versa, right? You could be a good person, but if somebody is treating you poorly, they will need to justify their behavior in some way. So they will label you as bad or they will try to find things about you that are not good, quote unquote, and they'll hold on to those things because I need something to justify my poor behavior. I need a reason for this because right now I don't have a strong one and I've been shitty and something's got to something's got to change. Like something has to align because right now how it feels in my body feels off and I don't like that. Right. It's not comfortable for me. So I have to find the why. Right. I have to find the why. And when we resent people or develop resentment. Oftentimes, it just comes from this space of feeling like I didn't matter, right? I didn't matter to you. You don't care about me. Um, and sometimes that's true. I'm not going to lie. Or sometimes people care more about themselves. Or sometimes people are people, right? And they were not equipped with the tools in life um, to just be decent humans that are considerate of others outside of their own convenience, right? And sometimes we are not given those tools, but how we choose to live life and find those tools later on is our, our business. And um, again, I just listed a couple of different factors and it could be different scenarios. And this is why I think it's important to understand that people will be people. Humans are humans. It's not always good or bad, although there are some people out there that are not so great. But it's cool to kind of have that gray area, All right? Have the gray area about the person, but still be in acceptance that this person was not good to me and no longer good for me. So therefore, I can make a decision that's best for me, right? Just because we can be understanding of something or a scenario or somebody's circumstances, whatever the case may be, does not in turn mean that we are um, obligated to be subjected to further mistreatment of this person or said people, right? That's the caveat to understanding things is you have choice. The caveat or the, um, I think, other side of understanding is choice, <laughs> right? If I understand something well enough, I have choice now to decide what I'm going to do with that information. And with relationships, relationships are choice. Relationships are choice. Relationships are choice. Relationships are choice. They always will be choice. And as we get older, we understand that. And a lot of times when we have these responses about like, oh yeah, somebody's family or somebody's this, I can't just leave people, whatever the case may be. It's like, you're worried about taking a step back from people who have not stepped forward for you. Think about that, right? You're worried about 
all these things. And I think oftentimes, truth be told, I'll be real with you. And some people may disagree with me, but overall, this is the, the truth. A lot of times we don't want to take a step away from people because we feel fear the perception that we are now bad people or we fear being rejected or we fear being disliked or disapproved of overlooking up until this point, this person has treated or these people have treated me so poorly that my sense of self is very distorted. My self-esteem is kind of in the pits of despair, <laughs> right? My self-confidence is lacking, all because I've existed in a space that did not encourage or enrich my growth. And now I'm worried that somebody's not going to like me if I step away, right? Sometimes we're just comfortable in chaos and we're afraid of what that change means because, yes, when we make decisions, it is responsibility involved in that. You can't just do certain things without consequence regardless but if the consequence of you taking a step away from people who are not taking care of you is you start taking better care of yourself you start setting a pattern for what it looks like to walk away from unsafe spaces and seek out better spaces where's the loss right we get so caught up in what somebody's going to think of us who didn't think of us when it mattered. And you have to slow down your thinking process when it comes to those things because if you're always caught up in what someone else is going to think of you, you are having relationships with other people for the sake of their approval and not for the sake of your growth. And that is very ass backwards because you will never move forward you'll just kind of find different people with the same pattern, right? And this is where <laughs> apologizing to yourself comes in. Have you ever apologized to yourself? Have you ever forgiven yourself? The apology and the forgiveness comes from two different places, right? The apology comes from the person before you, the you before who you are now. Or the apology comes from, yeah, the apology comes from who you are now. The forgiveness comes from who you are in the past, but also who you are in the future. Does that make sense? I'll break it down a little bit better because I'm like, I'm tripping up on my words too. And I want to make this very clear. So when you apologize to yourself, you're apologizing to your very young self for what they may have experienced, right? You're apologizing. And sometimes when people are like, yeah, what do I have to apologize to myself for? I didn't do anything, whatever the case may be. I don't, I shouldn't have to apologize to myself and think about that. How many times have people said to you, I shouldn't have to apologize to you. I didn't do anything. I didn't do anything wrong. And meanwhile, you're sitting there like, what the fuck? Yes, you did. And that's where resentment comes in. And sometimes we treat ourselves in the same way and we start to unknowingly build resentment towards ourselves. Right? So when we apologize to ourselves, sometimes it's the adult in us apologizing to the younger kid for everything they went through. It's like, hey, I'm sorry that these things happened to you. I'm sorry that these things happened to us. You didn't deserve that. 
and I know how much it hurt you and I know how hard it's been to move forward. I want to do right by you now. I'm going to do my best to take better care of you, right? So now when we lay that apology down, our younger self hears it. And within a true apology comes change behavior, right? When you do apologize <laughs> and you say you're going to do better by you, you're going to take better care of yourself, et cetera, et cetera. Change behavior needs to be there, right? And also seeking forgiveness when you fumble. So, for example, let's say that you are in this new, something small. You say yes when you wanted to say no, right? And now you are further along into a situation where you are now disappointed to all hell, right? You're pissed, you're miserable, you're all these things, right? And you're like, why didn't I just say no? Because, well, I didn't want to be uncomfortable, now you've made yourself uncomfortable, right? At your own expense. You apologize to yourself again. Hey, I didn't do what I was supposed to do in this moment. Can you forgive me? Right? Instead of beating up on yourself about what you should have did and everything, the moment's passed, right? And yes, there are consequences from it. But do you stay stuck on how bad you messed up? Or do you look to do better in the, the, the upcoming moments, right? And that's what forgiveness is, right? Hey, can you forgive me for this? Because if we have a hard time forgiving ourselves, we also have a hard time accepting ourselves, right? Accountability is accountability is accountability, right? And that's why when, you know, in the religious setting, when, when forgiveness is preached, Forgiveness is not forgetting what's been done. Forgiveness is actually, it's not even making amends. It's kind of accepting what is and what happened enough for you to move forward. And you're not obligated to forgive. That's the thing. And contrary to what people tell you, like, you're not obligated to forgive, right? You don't have to. But again, every choice we make has consequence. So if you are not forgiving others, you will have a hard time forgiving yourself, right? One, but also resentment develops and resentment is poison, right? Resentment is very poisonous. The reason why is because you are sitting here with all this pent up energy, pent up sadness, frustration, right? Um, bitterness, anger, literally sitting on your chest and moving around in your mind, moving around in your body, moving around in your spirit. That is polluting your essence, right? It's pollution. And you're sitting there with all that. And this is what you run on, right? You never fully move through life um, with the ability to accept new because you're still holding on to that very harmful thing. And I'm not saying overlook your experiences. And I'm not saying give people a pass for what they've done. No, absolutely not. Two things can be true at once. I can recognize what has transpired. Right? And I can also recognize 
moving forward. I don't want this to happen again. And you are not allowed in my space. Forgiveness is not access, right? Forgiveness is not access, but it is acceptance, right? And acceptance is not access either. It's just recognition and awareness of what transpired, right? The funny thing about it is people play with words all the time, but when we break it down and we actually understand what's going on, it's a whole different context. So when we apologize to ourselves, we have to really take time for that, right? Because we're so, in, in, in apologies to yourself simply looks like, hey, I did not mean to talk about you in that way. I did not mean to call you a fuck up this morning. I did not mean to say you're a low life and you'll never amount to anything. I did not mean to say to you, you're going to be alone forever, right? Because that's not your true voice. That's somebody else's voice. And I think I've said that before, right? This is dialogue coming from somebody else that you are now repeating like a parakeet. Okay? So when we apologize, if you think that you don't have anything to apologize for when it comes to you, you probably need to apologize the most. <laughs> I call bullshit, right? What we do to ourselves and say to ourselves with no one else's help. Right. And for the rest of this year, the, the time that's left in this year, I want you to work on self-acceptance, self-forgiveness, and an honest apology to yourself. Because if we don't apologize to ourselves first and we expect other people to, to show like remorse and accountability and take ownership of their actions when it comes to us. We're kind of, we're, we're shooting ourselves in the foot. Because I'll tell you this, people will justify their behavior before they try to rectify it. You get me? Because no one likes change, right? And um, change is discomfort. Accountability is uncomfortable, Right? Ownership of our ways a lot of times is uncomfortable, so we will seek out things that align more with who we are versus force us to take a good look at it, right? So if you're listening to this and you're like, I don't have anything to apologize to myself for, it's like, think about think about the little kid in you that's listening and you're saying that to the, the little kid in you. I don't have anything to apologize to myself for. What would I apologize for? I didn't do anything wrong. It was everybody else. You are your longest relationship. And the intention that you have within your relationship with yourself sets the tone. I cannot stress that enough. Right? Write a letter to yourself. Okay. Do something that establishes a new turn of the events and a new turn of behavior. Again, apologies look like I talked about emotional budgeting last week. What if you overextended yourself when you knew you shouldn't have? You deserve an apology. Your younger self <laughs> deserves an apology because you were. Well, your younger self deserves an apology and your past self, who you are now, right? 
is looking for your forgiveness. Right? So it's double the work. It's you apologizing to that younger, 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 younger you, right? Who's been used to these horrible experiences and since then has been trying to learn where they fit in the world. And then the the in-between you, right? The you between who you are presently and who you were very long ago. The one that made the choice. They're looking for your forgiveness. So can you forgive them? Like, hey, you know, I forgive you for, for the decision that you made in that moment. I understand where it may have came from, right? I forgive you, right? I forgive me. I accept me. I don't reject me. Right? If up until this point certain things may not have been working, it's about time we change the narrative. And sometimes what we hold on to is the need to feel validated, the need to feel seen, the need to feel heard, need to feel respected, the need to feel like we matter. And when we don't feel that, other things start to take over. And you could tell a lot about a person who never forgave themselves or who never apologized to themselves because they never felt like they needed to. And that's probably the most most important apology that needs to be heard, right? Because I can promise you the person you're waiting to apologize for their behavior is not going to change how you feel about them. I can almost guarantee you because the fact that the apology took so long to get to you, it's distorted your view of them. It shifted it for sure. And how you feel doesn't just go away because somebody verbally has apologized. It's like, well, what the hell took you so long? And up until this point, the trust is probably no longer there, right? So before you get to that point with yourself, start correcting your behavior. Small steps, y'all. <laughs> Small steps. This is a, truly a marathon. Life is a marathon. And learning to slow down and recognize what we are running towards, what we are running from, um, what our cadence is, right? If we have the right running shoes on, right? If we've been training, right? This is all training. The healing journey is training, is constantly training and you running trials, right? Because we can have a moment of like clarity and it's like, oh yeah, you know, I love myself. And then you go out into the world and you do some unloving shit. And I'm even guilty of it, right? But I'm getting so much better at understanding what it is that Isaiah needs, right? How much Isaiah matters. And that is super important, Okay. Um, it's super important. Okay. So think about this, <laughs> you know, the start of fall, what are you going to do? What are you going to do different? Are you going to, you know, shout out to key because she had made a list of like the things that she wanted to do to start the fall. And that inspired me too. It was like inspiration for me to, to start doing things um, in terms of like showing up for myself and taking care of myself, whether it's writing 
every day, like I said I would. And um, changing some habits, right? Getting back in the gym, even when I haven't wanted to go because I've been so damn exhausted. Still doing the things, the things that matter. Again, a true apology is changed behavior. And if you're going to apologize to yourself for not showing up, now you're going to do the uncomfortable work and you're going to show up. Okay? So there are so many ways to just, you know, kind of show up for yourself and take care of yourself. And showing yourself that you matter. Right? And I want you to understand something. This is very important. Um, the last thing I want to share with you. Uh, the healing journey is not meant to be isolating. It's just meant to be moments of solitude for you to understand yourself. Right? You're a human, which means that you are full of experiences and imperfections. There's no such thing as a fully healed person. It's just a person that is on their healing journey and being very intentional about their growth. It's very different. So don't think you have to be alone in isolation until you come out healed. That's not how life works. We heal in community as well. All right. We heal in our relationships. Sometimes we heal because of our relationships. So just put that in your little think tank and um, keep it pushing. All right. First episode of uh, fall. Um, there's a lot of things I want to talk about. And in the weeks to come, we're just going to unpack it. But every week is a new lesson. And, you know, I went to see the Spider-Man movie. I'll leave you out with this. And on the tombstone, it was like, when we help one person, we help everyone. Something on on those lines. And it really made me think and take ownership about, you know, just how we show up in the world and, and, and the effort that we make towards others. What we may think is small and irrelevant may be a big deal in somebody else's life. And, uh, yeah. Thank you guys for reminding me of that. <laughs> and I hope you were reminded of that in some way, too. Your your effort is not minor. Okay? So, with that, uh, if you want to become a Patreon supporter, extended episodes, bonus content will be on the those episodes. Um, How-tos and all that stuff. And if you want to become an Apple Podcast subscriber, the same thing. Um, Ad-free episodes, um, bonus content, some perks coming along the way too. I'll figure out for the Apple subscribers. If you're an Apple subscriber, just shoot me an email. Let me know um, because it doesn't show me who's an Apple subscriber. I get the numbers, but yeah, shoot me an email if you're an Apple subscriber. I know a few of you guys. Um, I just want to make sure uh, for when when I send some things out that you guys are also getting it too um if you want to coach um mental health coaching um i love my clients <laughs> i really do love my clients because each person is a very different and unique person and it's such a cool experience and um again it's just you know making sure people get home safe right that's the goal so, you know, if you if you want to start coaching and you're serious about, you know, taking better care of yourself, hit me up. Hit me up. I got some slots open and um, I am always willing to work with somebody who is willing to do the work for themselves. And uh, coloring book still available. 
the journal, the e-journal is available as well. I think that's it. I'm coming up on a year actually of publishing the coloring book, so that's pretty exciting. I don't know what I'm going to do about that yet, but we're in the ballpark. That's coming soon, all right? So I wish you guys so much love, so much peace. Take care of yourselves. Take care of each other. Take flight.